This podcast is brought to you by Manly.ie, Ireland's pharmacy for men. Manly.ie is a dedicated space for men's health, wellness and grooming online. Access practical online and face-to-face advice as well as in-depth product range tailored to support men's health in Ireland. Visit Manly.ie for more and you can follow them on social media. Joined now by Willie Mary to look back, I suppose, on the sole focus game of Tipperary and Limerick, um, where Limerick ran out victors in the end, 3-21 to Tipperary's 23 points. Willie, I suppose, as a tip man, what do you take from that game? Um, I take like that we have that we have players, we have talent, we have you know. I I think there's a lot of encouragement from a lot of the players that 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 played, and but at the end of the day, I suppose we we're beaten by seven points, and look, that's that's three in a row defeats, and I don't want to be too negative, but at the same time, it's uh there has to be a kind of realization where we are now, and uh, yeah, very honest effort. Uh, Young players, as I said, stepped up, but uh, we're still beaten by seven. And I think that's a that's a that's a major. You know, it's a, it, it, it'd be a worry for me as it goes if you're looking at it through a through uh, uh, you know a kind of a temporary lens that uh, yeah there, there is hope after today, but at the same time, it's three defeats out of three, and now we're heading to play Cork in two weeks' time, and it could be it's a, it's, a, it's a dead rubber match for us. When 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 you say there, obviously, um, these three games you've lost them, but like. Going on all three games, obviously a mass, massive battling performance without seven or eight players from last year's Munster final. But what's the biggest downfall for you of this tip team? Um, I just think, I suppose, the, the development for a lot of younger players has been, you know, it's two or three years later. And, and when we should be kind of re- revitalizing our team or when we should have been kind of trying to rebuild our team for the day that comes when the Brendans and the Pawdies and like generational talents. Uh, had to step aside uh, or be at retirement or, or with Paddy being injured, Seamus Callan being injured was was a huge blow to, to everything. But I, I think that the gap was there as regards that the the, the next man up wasn't uh, developed enough to to, to, to play uh, and uh, and and win monster championship, which as Tipperary men and women that that's that, that that that's what we want to be doing. We want to be winning championships, not uh, you know just ju- just competing. And I think that 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 that's the gap as regards that uh, you you see Craig Morgan coming in, look really good player. Like well, I think he's 23, 24 years of age. Like he's he's uh, he's filled the corner admirably this year. Played really well, really you know you know athletic and and I suppose everything you want in, in that modern corner back. Just, but, uh, you know, just on that, like Craig Morgan, Paddy Cadell, all around the same age. Like for you, you're talking there. I get the sense that you feel these players should have been in here two or three years ago. Yeah, I mean, look, it's, it's and it's very easy to say this in hindsight as regards and you know like the short term nature of intercounty uh, management and you know you're going year to year, you're going game to game because it's so competitive and in Tipperary, as I said, you, the expectation is to win matches and it's 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 difficult to, to blood players in that environment. But I think potentially in league matches, uh, you know, you it could have been I suppose more. Uh, I thought Barry Hogan looked very good today as regards the distribution was excellent. Uh, short, uh, 
short, I think it was nine out of nine. I saw some of the stats there after the match. Uh, I think long, we 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 won. I think fifth uh, was a fifty-four percent. So again, look, it's it's it, 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 it's 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 fifty five out of ten balls. But Limerick, I think, it's sixty-nine percent. So it just shows you the difference in the quality of ultimately Nicky Quaid. Uh, Carl Barrett uh, seemed to hurl well there today, but I think Galan was a two-five. He came away with. Yeah. Uh, you know, Ronan Mar, very. You know, I just like I like him at fullback. It gives a, a you know a top class player. Uh, Barry Heffernan was was was, was buzzing around this. Like, we, there's a, look, I, I, what the piece is. There's a, you know, Tiberi have really good players, and that's that's what got us to 60, 61 minutes as regards. Uh, you know, the, the quality of the players is is, is unbelievable, but it just weren't able to, to to really pull through and and you know force the victory as opposed to the the admirable defeat. You could see there around 60, 61 minutes, like Tipperary looked in poor position. But do you feel like you were still thinking all the way through this game, Tipperary went two, they went three ahead, and Noel McGraw was fist pumping, and there was a lot of... But when you exert that mental and physical energy into a game and against the All-Ireland champions, like Tipperary did do all the hurling for a lot of that game, but couldn't extend their lead significantly really throughout the game. Yeah, and, and there, was, there was that kind of point in the second half. I think we were, we were talking about it there. We were three up. Uh, I thought we missed two, but I think you said we missed three shots. And like that, that that's that's really, you know, the, the, they're big moments, particularly again when you're the underdog and you're trying to, to get over the hill. Uh, it's it's a it's a it's a it's, they're the momentum swingers and they did suck the life out of us and then you knew Limerick were going to come there was an inevitability about what they do and they stay doing what they what they do and Limerick had a really poor day of shooting as regards they were you know they were they were uncharacteristically uh, wide on on a lot of occasions I just think I would have done who there before half time in space forty yards out pop the ball over the bar wide and and, and that was just one of ten or fifteen examples of of just. You know, balls that that, that that never hit wide, uh, or or you know, give give away ultimately on on, on the result of puck out. So I think, uh, yeah, look, tip were tip were you know were very game. As I said, there are a lot of energy gone into that sixty minutes to to get them to where they to where we could launch a a significant, uh, I suppose, a drive for home. But uh, as you said, there are the two or three points we missed. You know, big, really, really big misses, and uh, I think that was ultimately the, the the difference at the end of the day. Overall, um, Limerick, like you have to give them massive credit. Um, weren't at their best, made uncharacteristic mistakes, but managers talk about processes and sticking to what Limerick could do. But like it's it's very hard to stick to that all the way throughout, and they still stuck at what they can do best. Yeah, they're they 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 really kind of believe in it. Even last year, the Munster final, the very same thing. The comments afterwards, tip eight, nine, ten points up at half time. Uh, they had to pull back in no time because they just stuck to what they do. Uh, there's a huge confidence in winning, like you know, winning three or four All Irelands with that group now and uh, the physical and the the hurling trend that they do, but also that psychological piece that they know if they stay doing what they're going to do, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna win the match. And uh, there was that inevitability about what was happening, albeit again two or three big 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 misses for 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 Tiberi. It could have been a, it could have it, it could have been different, but I, again, saying that you know, and, and I, again, this this is a kind of this, this is a a call we have, which is kind of an hour after the match. It's uh, 
it's Mark Yo missing that, that that goal where he you know he 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 he'd back himself every day to score it. So there was Michael Brilliant who missed one kind of along the ground that just went to side of post. Trickle wide, uh, Mark Yo missing the the goal where he turned brilliantly and and just showed the class that he has. Uh, except for the finish, and I uh, look the, the, again when you're looking to to to, to get over a mountain like this, uh, I suppose the, 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 this this monster that is Limerick. I think uh, you need to score everything. And although Tip did a lot of hurling, we weren't uh, we weren't on the scoreboard. Uh, I suppose nailing it. So that that's they're they're the disappointing things that as a Tip supporter we'll all be looking at during the week, and and uh, I suppose ruining the chances we missed. That's a big thing, though, Willie. Um, goals associated with this Tipperary team when we were. Um, doing the Munster preview for round one. Um, we we're talking about the lack of goals for Tipperary in the league now. Their goals went up to a very high margin when they put in seven, I think, yeah. against Antrim. But other than that, I think it was only two or three throughout the um, league campaign. And it's still, as much as they battled today, like they did struggle to, I suppose, to get Merkel one on one inside. Yeah, that's the thing. And against this Limerick team, you're trying to create space for that one or two finishers inside to to have space, but also then the ball coming, you know, in in a decent fashion. That uh, which is again very very difficult to do. And I think Tiberi, you know, for long periods played very well. But as you said there, we didn't threaten the goal or we didn't, you know, have that meaningful. Uh, we didn't score a goal. So like it's 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 it, it, to beat Limerick, you, you have to be scoring goals. I think it's yeah, it's it's, it's a problem we have, and it's a trend that's after I suppose uh, materializing over. The, over the league and and the monster round robin that we weren't scoring enough goals and uh, again in the Clare match there was a there was a turn there was a you know we missed one or two big chances of goals didn't score them and and, and ultimately came back to to to, to haunt us so uh, yeah it's a worry and I think it's just it, it, it probably comes from, from from I suppose that thing of, of or that that process of getting the ball and the delivery of the ball into Marco into the space that he wants or a, a Marco type, type type figure similarly just for that chance against Waterford where you back him all day to score but he didn't score and, and there look that's what that's what uh, I suppose the three matches have, have have come down to it wasn't lack of effort it wasn't lack of of character fight they showed unbelievable battle there today but those those those, those pieces that uh, you need for victory we uh, we, we didn't execute and, and and that's the difference I'm just being on um, social media after the game I suppose but before we get in and kind of look at the game in depth do you think Aaron Gillan was a lucky man to stay on the pitch? Yeah, I think he was absolutely blessed. And that's two years in a row now that I suppose Tiberi have have really uh, felt it against uh, against uh, Limerick. Uh, I think, uh, like again, Munster final last year, and I don't want to harp back to it, but Tip were, were well up. Uh, if Gillan had to get a red card, Tiberi possibly could have won on one that Munster final, and that could have been the sliding doors moment. But I think today, game in the melting pot, like he was, uh, he pulled so late, and he knew exactly what he was doing. Uh, I think, yeah, definitely, definitely red, red card in my book. But uh, the referee uh, uh, didn't uh, didn't call it, and they're they're the they're the, they're the big moments that uh, that uh, that monster championship matches, all Ireland matches are are, are 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 on. On Liam Gordon's performance, other than that big decision, it it, it was a game that seemed to be well refed. Yeah, no, I think he 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 uh, he was very very good. Uh, 
uh, I think well, I'll say that by because I think Chip scored twelve from freeze and uh, Limerick scored seven. So uh, he not that he was he was kinder or better to us, but uh, we seem to get those 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 fifty fifty decisions, which uh, which are you know they can go either way. But I think that was a, that was a really really big call and probably the biggest of the game. And uh, you don't want to see anyone sent off. Like, you know that's that's just the nature of it. But at the same time, you can't pull like that. Uh, you know, and 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 escape sanction, and 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 Aaron Galland did. On this game, kind of at the start, particularly, I suppose Aaron Galland gets that goal early to, on seven minutes to put Limerick one four to three ahead. Um, but Limerick still did seem in that first half like. Obviously, inaccuracy in front of goal, but there still was a lot of space they were getting for how well Tipperary were doing defensively. Yeah, I think look, Tipper, I think Tip played very, very well in that period. I think Galan kind of slipped in behind Seamus Kendi uh, for the goal. Uh, he just obviously look, he, he, he that's Galan's game, isn't it? Like he's slipping in over someone's back, he's picking the ball, and and, and when he gets in his hand, he's going to finish from that from, from from that space. So that's that's his trademark over the last couple of years. So look, it was just I suppose uh, uh, for Seamus, he did everything you know did everything right. Bar obviously just to knock the ball away, and but it's very difficult when you're when when Galan is able to come from behind like that. And uh, but it was a massive score, and as you said, there Limerick weren't going well. Limerick weren't weren't flowing in any shape as regards the, in comparison to the last three, four years. Uh, it was a big score that uh, that just, I suppose, gave them, you know, c- kept them in the game for, 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 for all intents and purposes because Tip were, were motoring well, scoring well from outside, but no goal threat as we, as we, as we previously discussed. Is Aaron Galan the best forward in the country for you now? Possibly, yeah. He's right up there. He's, uh, you know, really, really strong. He's uh, second goal, really, really good as well. I know the, the game was, was probably over at that stage, but he is... Uh, He's just, you know, he's a brilliant striker the ball and 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 it's uh he gets the big scores for Limerick and even the first point he got off his right under the, the, the open stand there in the first half was you know, it was pure class as regards just uh, you know flicking the ball over the bar. He's uh, he's so accurate and uh I think yeah he's a he's a massive player for Limerick. Also interesting that Shemi Flanagan coming on again gives them something else as regards. He just looks strong when he when he came on. Uh you know, so look, they're they're uh they're, they're a formidable team. Everybody knows that. Tiberi, you know, admirable in defeat, but ultimately it was a seven-point defeat. And that's the, I suppose, that's what the record books will, will look at afterwards. And I think uh, Limerick, I think it's that they've probably beaten us the last five or six times now in championships. So that's, uh, they, they maintain their dominance. And for, like, Tiberi then, like, I think Limerick got a score on 13 minutes, Aaron Galan won six to five points. But it was really a tip, Tipperary purple patch there, like Noel McGraw obviously uh, deserves huge credit stepping up to the freeze, not the usual um, free taker yeah. for Tipperary. And like, did Ger Brown's performance second time did 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 this come as a surprise to you? Because he seemed to be everywhere. Limerick just seemed to sit their half back line and let him roam around to do his thing. No, I think look, Joe Brown's a really good player. Like he's he's top class. Like he's well, a double under twenty one All Ireland medal winner. He's he's a he, he's a minor All Ireland winner in sixteen. He came on in the in, in the All Ireland in nineteen. Look, he's a really good player, and I think that that's the that's the the piece here. He's pace. He's that elusiveness that that you know no one from the Limerick team, whoever was meant to be picking up, uh, 
was letting him off and he was doing damage and he's just a, he's a good striker of the ball he probably faded a bit in the second half and ultimately was was taken off in the end but uh no it didn't it, that didn't surprise me uh good striker of the ball off the left and uh yeah it's it, it, i suppose they're the green shoots as a Tiberi supporter that that, that, that you're, you we're starting to see now with Connor Bo coming on with uh Connor Stakelham hurling you know a very decent match uh looked very lively uh, Mark Yo obviously played well. I think Jake Morris got three from play. You know, so there's a look again. Players not you know we're, we we have a lot of players. We have a lot of talent, and that get that got us to that 60 minute period. But ultimately, then Limerick just uh, have that bit more, and the the psychological piece I think is massive as regards Limerick stick doing no. If they stick do to do what what they do all the time, they invariably will win the match. What about Carl O'Neill in the first half? Like he really seemed to be. And I know Galan early on got the goal and everything, but Carl O'Neill really seemed to be that forward who was, you could say, the only one kind of motor in Pearl Limerick up front. Yeah, heard, heard very well. Even the ball he caught there in, in the first half there. You know, he's just, he's, he's very strong in the air. He's a good, very elusive runner and he strikes the ball, you know, at ease. Uh, really good player. And I suppose the, the, the Limerick supporters will be uh, going heading into another 20 Ireland without him, uh, which is, you know, it's, 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 a, it's a terrible decision as regards from 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 from, from the, the powers that be that, that, that someone like that can't play under 20, but really top player. And uh, again, probably faded in the, in the second half as well, but uh, was was Limerick's best player in, the, in, that, in that first half period. And he's added something, I suppose, you know, we were all kind of wondering, I think it's Keane Lynch's first championship match now that he's missed in six years. Uh, you know, c- could Cahal O'Neill give them something uh, to, to and, he, and, he, and he definitely did. And I, I think that's the that's a, another piece. Without Keane Lynch, uh, Limerick supporters will be very happy with tonight, beating Tip by seven points. And uh, it's, uh, I suppose, it's rolling on now. They're guaranteed a monster final place. Have Tipperary showed something here, um, though, from this game? Because often you see Willow Donahue and Darrow Donovan turning ball over um, in the middle third, but it's not something we've seen them do today. And like you see, Willow Donoghue get taken off, Darrow Donovan finish with the yellow. Mm. Yeah, it's it's it's. Uh, I actually thought that in the in the in in the second half that, 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 that there was something definitely in the Tipperary play that other teams now might be able to take on and uh, and, and use to their advantage. I'm thinking Watford. I'm thinking you know uh, Leinster teams when when it, when it does come down to it in, in in the latter end of the championship. But I, I think it's. Uh, it's yeah, definitely. I think Limerick hadn't the same. They they weren't getting the same success, or uh, Tiberi weren't weren't walking the ball in. They were they were they were they were playing in and out of tackles. They weren't trying to run run over Limerick, which I suppose uh, Watford did in that period in the in, in the in the match uh, where I think it was nine points to one in in, in Limerick's favour in the Watford Limerick match. So I think yeah, Tiberi definitely showed something today. But again, I'll go back to it. The quality of the players is so high that. That's that that that's you know they were they were uh, they 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 played well like you know we, we we have a really good team and and that's the that's the piece as regards that uh, got us to sixty minutes look it was ultimately decision making uh, Limerick being as good as they are uh, but at the same and missed chances as 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 we discussed uh, both points and goals yeah and like I suppose uh, for Limerick like there there were still opportunities. When they were bringing it back to a point, one, two points at one stage, like you're looking there, Darrow Donovan made it one twelve to seventeen, one thirteen to seventeen. But like, how how much credit? Like we talked there about them sticking to their process, but like for a lot of teams, like Limerick could have thrown in the towel there and 
just got frustrated with themselves. It was an off day. But to stick with that, like, as a manager, and you, you've obviously been over lots of teams, like, what kind of work does that take? It takes an awful lot of, of work on the training field in specific game-based scenarios that you're that you're trying to, to recreate. You can't recreate the intensity of a of a championship match as regards that you're trying to develop instinct, I suppose, more than 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 actual you know defined plays because you know those defined plays, everything will go out the window, a ball will break left or right. It's that instinct that you're trying to trying to develop. And Limerick, you know, invariably Tom Morrissey coming up with the goods again, three points in the game. Uh, Hegarty got a brilliant score under the stand. Like they're there, I suppose they didn't panic, and and like everything was going wrong all over the field. As regards, there were you know that that characteristic. Uh, I think it was was a Mike Casey at the start of the second half, just on recollection, caught threw up the ball and caught it. You know, there was all these little things that were creeping in. That there was a combination of of all these mistakes that we haven't seen across ten games that Limerick have played. So I think, uh, yeah, look, credit to to to, to what you know, how they train, you know, and, and, and Paul Kinnerk as regards the game that they're playing, that they're, they're still confident enough. While, I suppose, like bringing on Jamie Flanagan, who give them an impetus, David Reedy was, was game up front as well. Like, they're, they're Richie English coming on. Like, they're all, you know, really good players to, to be bringing off the bench as well, in the absence of, again, Keane Lynch not, not, not being there. So, I think, look, Limerick will be very happy when they do, I suppose, you know, reflect and analyse what happened there today. They weren't good and they, they, they still won the match very, very comfortably in the end uh, after getting a, a significant test from, you know, a very kind of defiant tip team, but ultimately uh, not, uh, not, not, not getting the scores that we should have got when, when uh, the match was in the melting pot. And you talked there about Mike Casey. Um, he really defines resilience in Ireland. Like he's missed two years um, of action um, due to consistent injuries. And for him to come back this year, not have played much league action, I think he might have been involved in the final game against Offaly. But other than that, didn't play in the league. And to slot in like that um, today, like it's 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 really impressive. Absolutely, and uh, but but even I suppose the confidence that, that John John Kiley and his management team that he goes like that straight into the team when he is right that'll tell you I suppose the confidence that they have in him and the work that he has done on his own and both with the group over the last two years like you know being injured for that length of time is is a lonely journey and it's a uh, it's you know again testament to him uh, I think it was man of the match on on on, uh, on the TV today so uh, look fair play to him he, he had a fantastic match and. He, uh, he's given them another, I suppose, impetus being allowing Dad Morris to go back out the field uh, to, 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 to wing back after after having a, a, a brilliant season last year, full back. Uh, so, yeah, it, it's a, it, it, is a, it is a story of fantastic resilience. But I think, uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's testament to him. And, uh, and I suppose the group, I even heard him afterwards uh, being interviewed on the, on, the, on, the, on the TV and he was very uh, strong on, you know, Limerick focusing on what Limerick do as opposed to not being able to control what others do. So they're they're obviously believe in that process as well, which is a uh, which is a really really big uh, piece to the to the to the jigsaw. And do you do you feel like Limerick became the usual selves after say that 60, 61 minutes? I think they were their usual selves all through the game as regards they were creating chances, but they were missing them and they were missing them you know badly. Uh, I think. Yes, I think the yes, you know that inevitability came through in the end. Uh, but I think yeah, they 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 just, I suppose they stick doing 
what they what 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 they do. This you know they're still they're still you know they're still working the ball out. Uh, I heard just they were talking about it before. It's a it's a high risk strategy. It is, but that's modern hurling. It's not like that's that's not going to change as regards the way they work the ball. And it does get close and hairy sometimes as regards to, to being intercepted and, and that, but that's how they create the space. They're sucking you in, they're playing through you, and then they're playing the perfect ball up up, up top when they can. But again, they're well able to win that dirty ball as well. And, and like with Galan on the first goal, the third goal, like there were, you know, there were really, like there were long balls, like, you know, so they have that ability to go long, go short. And I think that that, that interchangeability of, of, of approach and interchangeability of players is, uh, is the hallmark of, uh, of what they do. And it, the way they did finish them goals late on, like, um, Galan obviously, um, gets one, um, again, his second of the day, but Connor Boylan, like he was after winning, a free and a difficult free and you would have thought his energy was gone and then from I think the yeah. goal soon after that again the goal was brilliant as regards like he, he he nearly made a mess of it as regards he should have caught the, the caught the ball but uh like that stroke off one-handed left hand it was it was it was it was a really good finish with it with I think Carl Barrett going back on the line to, to get the ball past him so I think uh yeah he's uh he's putting his hand up for selection as well and seems to be you know coming off the bench or, or starting in, in in most of the matches so I think uh, John Kiley will be delighted with his impact and like that winning that free and uh fin- fin- finishing the goal the way he finished I showed I think he showed it showed, showed again a, a bit of quality and uh, yeah it's it's I suppose Limerick in the position they're in now, going for that, that four Ireland in five years, like it's 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 they they need guys like that stepping up. And with Mike Casey coming back, who we who we mentioned, uh, Boylan staking a claim, Cahill O'Neill coming in, uh, doing a fine job in the absence of of Keen Lynch and, and the last day against Waterford when the when, when the pressure was on, albeit he did miss a few scores against Waterford, but he was that brave, uh, confident self to, to to keep shooting, and I think he finished with three. So Limerick have a lot of talent uh, bubbling. Uh, in the a really good win over Tipo in the under twenty during the week when again pressure was on. Uh, so yeah, Limerick hurling is in a, in a great place, but it's it's about the now and it's about winning games and and they continue to do that very impressively. They showed why they're champions playing um, poorly and still getting the results three twenty one to twenty three points. Does today also show for you why it's going to be? ominous for so many teams to take down Limerick or do you still feel there is one or two teams that can get to their level this year? Yeah, it's like everybody can get to the level. As we discussed earlier, I think with that defiant streak in Tipperary with everybody writing them off, I think they came within a few scores of of actually, you know, seeing the job through. And I think that's that's testament to, the again, the quality of the players that are there. I think uh, everybody will fancy, you know, you know, having a go and, and and on a particular day, and that's the the beauty of 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 championship. And when it gets to knockout, that similarly in the, in that semi final against Kilkenny a couple of years ago, when, when when Kilkenny knocked them out, no one saw that coming. And it's it's similarly, no one can see it coming until it actually happens. And I think it's uh, teams will might. Uh, get something out of today. Uh, Tiberi again pushed them to the brink. Yes, although well beaten in the end, but at the same time, they uh, yeah, I think other teams now will will look at it. Waterford, the Clares, uh, we'll have a we'll, we'll have a look at this and go, yeah, well we can we we, we might be able to do do better than Tiberi did today and 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 maybe really go at it because it only takes one day 
to get it right and 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 we know from from hurling over the years that uh that could that could that could be the next day and uh, it, it's it's uh it's something that uh, i know limerick will probably prep you know they're 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 focusing on and again it must have been very difficult this week heading into that tip game from a limerick perspective uh everybody talking about uh how much limerick are going to win by uh you know the those Tipperary players are, are are proud men. They didn't want that to to happen today on on, on their watch. And again, admirable performance. We were short in the end, but uh, that that did play into the the, the Limerick psyche, I think, as regards of playing at home. A uh, big Limerick crowd there, not a big Limerick uh, crowd, or not a big Tip crowd there. So all these pieces fed into what was happening. But again, Limerick will be happy when they reflect winning the match, playing badly, and uh, moving on now to, to to a guaranteed Munster final spot. You mentioned guaranteed Munster final spot there. How do you think they're going to approach the game against Clare um, n- next week? I don't know. To be honest about it, I, I uh, the fact that they are they are qualified might uh, suggest uh, they not rest players, but again with the quality of the panel that they have, give guys more game time and and get them into you know that'll be that'll be a cauldron next uh, next weekend in, in Cusick Park. Uh, I think it'll be it'll be a, a massive test for 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 Limerick and a lot of Limerick players to to actually see again replicating that 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 that, that, that monster championship uh, feel with with nothing on the line, which is the the best position Limerick can be in. Uh, played three, one three, and uh, guarantee that monster final spot. So I think he, he, they might mix it up, uh, give some of their not not even fringe players, but guys that are coming off the bench to start and. Uh, I think it'll be it'll be it'll be brilliant for 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 team building because look, there's two trophies left and uh, and it's 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 about I suppose really understanding your panel and understanding the the, the uh, how they'll react to, to to different situations and you'll get a great test in in Cusick Park against Clare. And Willie, just I suppose the hurling story of the weekend. Um, Leash defeated Kilkenny yesterday in the Leinster minor semi final and. Offaly um, defeating Dublin in the other Leinster minor semi. Like we we've talked, I suppose, about maybe I suppose these counties who are trying to make the next jump in Leinster, and like it's fantastic to see results like this uh, in in Andrea Turley. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's the, it's the first time I was reading some other report there this morning. It's the first time. Uh, there's only three times before that Kilkenny and Wexford haven't been in the, or Kilkenny or Dublin haven't been the Leinster minor final. So this is, uh, you know, the, the, the fourth time in history that has actually happened with with, with with counties outside of that. So I think for Leash, look, it's it's again huge work going on there. Uh, I think Derek McGrath is involved in the in the in, in the coaching setup. Like you know, to have a, to have a man like Derek there uh, with a minor team gives everybody confidence as regards. And and, and again, it's the, it's another massive jump as regards to, to, to for young players to to to, to have. Confidence in, in in someone like that involved. Similarly, with Offaly, Offaly have a good team. I heard so it's uh it's probably their first good team in in, in years as regards that, 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 that obviously they haven't been in a Leinster minor final in in, in yeah, it's 20, 25 years. So it's a it's a, it's it's I a long time. Like, in, Offaly were in the I think final last year, but they haven't won it. Oh, since, they haven't Sorry. won it since two thousand, and Leash haven't won it since 
1964. So when you think of that, Do you know, like that, 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 that is not is not some incentive for fellas now heading into a, a Leinster minor final, uh, both from Leash and Offaly. Going okay, we can have a right crack off this now with the with the psychological baggage of of the Kilkennys and the Dublins gone. So I think it, look, it's fantastic. Actually, I met a I met a Kilkenny minor this morning. Uh, I met him in the hurling field in Venice Bridge, and he uh, just said, "Look, Leash better team on the day, and and, and absolutely no qualms about it. That uh, they did they, they played they, they played well and and, and fully deserved their victory. So it's uh it's uh yeah it's it'll, it'll, it'll be interesting now with the Munster final during the week with, with Tip and Clare to see how that'll go and uh, Galway obviously waiting the wings as well so it's a uh, it's a uh, few novel pairings uh, left in the championship which is a uh, fantastic for hurling but I'm just congratulations to both counties for getting there now and I'm sure both will eagerly want to 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 I suppose to to end their their respective minor fam- famines. And you talked there about um, Derek McGrath involved with uh, Leash obviously John the great Johnny Pilkington is in the background for Offaly, so that makes for uh, a fascinating, um, I suppose, battle now on the sidelines for, for the spectacle. Yeah, like it's isn't 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 it brilliant? Because like you know, I, I suppose I grew up watching Offaly, uh, particularly going very well within All Irelands and uh, the way they played and the way they, I suppose, changed the game by moving the ball quickly. Uh, with, with Dermot Healy back in the eighties, like I think that they're all uh, you know awfully you know free spirits, uh, brilliant hurlers, and and hurling has missed them. So hopefully this is the start of of a resurgence with with Offaly and and Leash as regards coming as as forces in Leinster and Ireland. Yeah, and obviously. Um... The winners of Munster and Leinster uh, advance to the semi-finals, and then Galway and the loser Leinster and Munster finals playing around Robin with the top two advancing um, into the semi-finals as well. But obviously, we only had the uh, one game this weekend, so um, it was a lot quieter of a weekend on the hurling front. So that's all on our show today, and we'll be back later in the week with a preview. But William Mary, thanks a million for your time. Thanks a million, Paul.